been a long while since we've made a podcast. Yeah, it's been, what, 10 days now? Something like that? Yeah, a little bit longer, I think. Uh, but we're happy to be back. Um, Listeners, we're here to take care of you guys, don't worry. Yeah. We're here to fill your minds with great content, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Okay. Good start. Good start. Good start. Weird start. We carry on, though. It's all good. Um, What have you been up to? Ten days. Ten days. I don't know. Things have gone pretty fast. One, One cool thing so far is... John, our favorite and only guest so far, <laughs> invited us over to experience his whiskey collection in greater depth. Yep. I don't he know. Took, he took us around the world. He took us around the world. With whiskey, which was yeah. pretty interesting. Um, yeah. I think we tried like 13 different types, whiskey and bourbon, different yeah. things like that. Bourbon was your favorite too? Yeah. I think bourbon are yeah. my favorite. Single malt scotch was my least favorite, I think. Yeah. And then, what? Is, how do you say that place where it's from on the end one? Isla? Isla. The Isla scotches were call them? absolutely they not my favorite. Literally they burn your throat. They smell like campfire. Campfire, and you get that. Fun fact, Isla is running out of peat. So, investment <laughs> opportunity for all of our listeners. Um, running out of buy what? Up. <laughs> running out of peat. Yeah. What is Pete for our listeners who don't know? John explained to us Pete is basically, because they don't have trees there, I think is what he's saying, that um, they had to use peat for fuel, and they basically use that to, they like, what are you called? Malt the thing heating up with peat, pretty much. Excuse me if I said that wrong. (laughs) I can picture it, kind of. I don't know. Oh well, but that was a good night. Definitely, that was a good night. when we started, I was like, we had two, we the did first two, two taste testing, wor- like, and I just felt like buzzed already off that, <laughs> honestly. And then I mean, do we eat? It's okay. Let's set the scene for people a little bit. Okay. So he didn't. So we show up. John, being the nice guy, he is he's like, okay, because this is you guys the first time, like we're gonna take it easy or whatever. Easy <laughs> take <stuff>. it easy. <laughs> we're only gonna have like ten to twelve different whiskeys. <laughs> Like, okay, okay, we got it. And we're like, how do we do this? And then he has this whole, like, actual layout of how a whiskey night goes. You start off with cheese and pistachios and whiskeys in between. And then chocolate, and then, like, dark chocolate. Dark chocolate, well. yeah. And then at the end, we end off with a pizza. Yeah. And it was, and then pizza right before our quiz, where he quizzed us on how how we uh, I'm just going to say taste. I beat Michael on the quiz. He did. But I was trying to infer something. He had no. told us that he only had two whiskeys from Isla. Mike and that was, was just the obvious to, taste. Mike was just trying to be too smart for the game, honestly. Yeah. So I thought he was going to try to trick us on the first one, but it was actually the obvious one. So. Yeah. But I was also, you know, at the end, you I get, think, you're feeling a little tipsy too, so your senses yeah. aren't really with you anymore. I think John's favorite favorite one was the Aardbark, and that was the one that tasted like um, like fire, and like, <laughs> <laughs> literally it tasted like fire, like a campfire. <laughs> and basically you're doing that, putting that that down your mouth uh, yeah yeah it was it was interesting but fun definitely yeah. a fun night thanks again John um, thanks for again, John, yeah. having us we really learned I, at least I learned a lot more than oh, I yeah, thought I, I, I did for sure too whiskey. yeah I think it'd be fun to do another one sometime maybe yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think so I, think I don't think it. I'm gonna be into whiskey like he is into whiskey no at least not for the next 
foreseeable future. You got you got to have bang for that. I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, we definitely enjoyed. This is kind of what we wanted yeah. from starting that other se- our other series, like interviewing mm-hmm. people, just get that connection and just make build relationships. I guess so. Hopefully, mm-hmm. we continue to do that with our future guest, who we don't really know they're gonna be yet at least we have yeah. I think we have two confirmed but we just don't know date and times for them yet yeah. so hopefully those will be coming soon so be on the lookout for that yeah other news but n- now we're just gonna do our old normal just talk about mm-hmm. what's going on in the world and yeah different so things like that. I guess one thing I was gonna call back to from the other podcast is we had spoken briefly about um just doing podcasts over a deep topic instead of this kind of stream of consciousness type thing. What do you think about Impulsive that? Impulsive type thing? Like what? I think like many other podcasts, but sure, like that, I guess that would yeah, be an example. Yeah. Just something where we focus on a singular topic and go deep on it. Maybe prepare a little bit beforehand. But we, we still, we can still plan that. I Let think us know what you think I think in that, doing though. that, I would like the audience to tell us what deep topic we talk, talk about. I think that'd be very cool. Just yeah, so. Uh, understand what exactly they want us to go deep on if that's I don't know that's content you guys want to hear yeah wh- whatever content know. you want to hear whether it's health and fitness or um, we're, we're going to talk school, about the education, education system, sleep schedules um, technology yeah the future of society deep politics religion which is all politics deep, which I mean we're not definitely not experts on it but I think... Yeah, it's a layman's person's point of view. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. But yeah, we'll just continue on with maybe some of our topics right now. The list? Yeah. So, I think starting off, I'd like to go into what you said about concept of hell as a metaphor. You, oh, I this is like a religion topic. But this is like... It's not a deep talk. It's kind of a deep topic. Okay. Let's we can we can save that one for a little bit later. Can you? Can we, can can we start you? with this first this okay, first one first that one? I had written? That is also kind of a deep topic, but I think it'll be easier to get into. So basically, it's the idea of can you separate an artist from their craft? For example, elaborate. Can you separate an artist and their personality from their craft? An example would be someone like. Kanye West, for example, in recent times, who's supposed to drop the album twice this weekend, first on Friday, then on Sunday, didn't come out, just, I don't know, like, even if you don't like a person, can you like their music, or mm. if you don't like a person, can you like their art, if you don't like a person, can you like the, their content? Um, I would say, I, I think so, personally, mm-hmm. I think so, I think, you see it a lot now, it is a deep talking because I could go talking. very deep. On or it's like, like Elon Musk is another example yeah. for me where I like appreciate him and his business side and his business sense or, or Mark Zuckerberg, for example, but I don't think that they're super good people. Maybe that's kind of like, like to the, get to the top. It's hard to, I feel like it, like, or like Steve Jobs, for example, how much he did for not only Apple as a company, but really taking them from being yeah. pretty much bankrupt to being now like the biggest company in the world. Yeah. Um, even though they all have like flaws on the other side, that's true. I don't know. I don't remember exactly how I was thinking, why I was thinking about it, but I, I mean, you wrote Kanye West down, which yeah. which is a good, pretty good example because he does have a strange personality. I remember in the past few years, he's been 
He just fell off the rails or something. Or, I don't know. But yeah. I'm trying to think of a more deeper sense to go into. I think with, like, this is kind of something that we can get to on more deeper, like, when we go into the deeper topics, but mm-hmm. artists or people who are more... I have an example of person that I, I would think of. Okay. Um, I don't know if we should mention this. Yeah, hold yeah. Up. Okay, no, hold that's up. what I'm saying. We don't need to mention it. Okay. Yeah, but <laughs> that's kind of a more deeper talk where I'm thinking yeah, of. Yeah, okay. Do you understand what I'm saying, though? This this NCAA news? Yeah, let's, let's do that. What do you think about that? I think it's So you want to give people a little background, just yeah. in case they're watching in the future? Um, so... Gavin Newsom, he's the governor of California. He was actually on the shop, which is a LeBron um, type of like interview show or something like that. It's like a podcast type thing? Yeah. Okay. And he just signed a bill allowing college athletes to be paid for their name and likeness. Uh, so that basically gives them the right to sign with an agent and be paid for different types of endorsements as well. And this is something that the NCAA does not currently uh, regulate, so it'll it be... So is it a state-by-state state thing right now, or is it NCAA says that it's not allowed right now? It's not allowed okay, by the NCAA. Uh, but I saw something that said if California schools begin to like go along with this bill, mm-hmm. they will not be allowed to compete in the NCAA, which is interesting because a lot of the biggest schools... And the NCAA right now are in California. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. And this bill goes in place, I think it was in 2022. So that's only a couple of years from now. Mm-hmm. So we'll see either the NCAA has to change their whole like business plan or and they still we just lose some huge teams in the NCAA. Mm-hmm. And we'll see how that girls i guess yeah that's actually really interesting i wonder you think so what which way do you think it's gonna go well let's start let, before it's going to that prediction phase let's yeah. start what do you think about the idea of college athletes being able to make money off of their likeness the big argument i guess from what i've heard is people are like oh it takes like the pureness from the game kind of because they're not getting paid to play they like play for the love of the game yeah i think I don't know. I'm back and forth. I'm like back and forth with it. I think it's just been like this is such a dumb excuse, but it's just like it's the way it's been, you know? Like imagine if LeBron was supposed to get paid in college. Like he might not be the same player he was today, you know? Um and I just think like we you said that uh what did you just say? It's just that value added where you're going to play in college because you just love the game and you're not going just to make a sort of money or anything mm-hmm. like that. The big counter-argument to that, I guess, is then why is the university allowed to make money off of their likeness? These these guys aren't on, like, full rides. We need to... We do need to... Under, and I know, like, the full ride doesn't... Um, you say are or aren't? Are on okay. full rides. So, I mean, they are getting paid for... Kind of paid, if you look at it. Mm-hmm. But they're not getting well, paid to the, the maximum that they could if they were just... Do you think the college would give out full rides if they didn't receive 
No, the college. Back. No, I, I don't think if so. Not not from sport to sport, I guess, but from all the from the whole sports program, I guess mostly usually mostly football and basketball. Those are the money makers. Okay, I guess. They wouldn't be able to. I guess I don't know. I don't know. I kind of teeter back and forth too. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm back I and know. forth with it. Because sure. so I so I think that there should be some sort of system. For the, for athletes to be able to get paid, but whether that be during college or after college, I don't know for sure. Like I think it would make sense for them to have a food stipend or something like that. Because there was, you know, what I'm talking about. With there's like some famous interview with some basketball player a while back that said that like some some like high profile college basketball player. I don't know who it is, but he said something about like how sometimes like they literally just didn't have time to eat or food like weren't able to eat. I I have heard that. You heard that? Yeah. I would like to... I think that would be interesting just... Like, I think it would make sense if they all got a stipend for the year that was, like, like a weekly stipend or something like that for them to spend. Or if there was some sort of fund where they get a certain percentage of of what the colleges make off of them and then that is somehow divided up after the four years. How would you divide that up? Would you say that's goes to each individual player individually or the ones who make a big impact on the team? I would say the the team events would go, be split up between the team evenly, and then jersey sales or stuff like that would be, the percentage would go to the, play, the, the player. Whichever player it is. Interesting. I don't know. That's just really <laughs> just off. I haven't yeah. thought about this much, so that's kind of just off the bat. But it's interesting. I see. So going back to what you think about how it's going to go in the future, what would you say? How it's going to go in the future? Like, do you, so do you see What's a future where the NCAA prediction? cuts off cuts off California, and then some other no. some other organization starts up, and then the, everybody just leaves the NCAA? That would that California, would be crazy. And then something else just happens because there's they're in a weird spot right now. I that guess. would be. Um, I think the NCAA changes. Or add something where players do get some yeah. sort of they, stipend. Yeah. They cannot... I don't think... I remember about the brand endorsements or stuff like that? I don't think they'd risk their whole brand or their whole business just for not paying. Because they would just run out of yeah. business. And I think. I, even Inevitably, they just it's not even just business. It's not even not paying people. It's From my understanding, it's also just them not being allowed to do like a signing session. Like They can't just go out and like sign for a couple bucks or whatever. Yeah. Or, take pictures for money or stuff like that. I don't know. I know one of the big basketball players right now, Draymond Green, came out and said that the NCAA right now is a dictatorship, and that's how he kind of assessed it. So that's pretty... It's like like a monopoly kind of. Yeah. Like, they're just... like. I mean, they have the rights to do whatever they want right now. And, I mean, the student-athletes don't really... Like, once they, like, are in... The scholarship or whatever, it's t- kind of tough to. If you just drop out and then go play overseas, like some of the ball brothers have, but yeah, yeah, it's I don't know. Of, it'll be interesting. We'll keep you guys updated on that issue, though. We'll For see how it sure. progresses. But I think it'll be interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about this Carson King issue. Heard oh, a little yeah. bit about it. I haven't. So I didn't pay that close attention to it. But it really happened from, you know, 515, Ames, Iowa, you know. It was just, it happened so fast. Like, the whole situation. 
So basically, if you guys live under a rock and haven't seen this yet, um, Carson King, um, Ames, Iowa State fan, correct, uh, was he's, at College was, Game Day. I see a student, right? Was he a student? I don't know if he's a student. I honestly don't know. Uh, I don't know either, for sure. I um, just assumed he was, I guess. But he had a sign saying Venmo at Carson King or whatever it's like, or any tag bush in it. And he actually started getting a lot of Venmos within like yeah, it was it was within it like, like minutes for his beer yeah for was it it was like f- for his beer I don't know just to drink a lot yeah <laughs> I don't know, um but he just started getting a lot of money donated, and then he decided to donate all the if that doesn't tell you a lot about America <laughs> or society in general <laughs> oh my god he decided to donate all the proceeds to. Uh, the Children's Marathon Hospital. Um, and then Bush saw the sign or whatever, and then they decided to match every donation. And then Venmo also decided to match every donation. Did Bush actually make like those? Do you see those Carson King? Yeah, can? they did. They did. Yeah, I think Bush said they would give him a year worth of Bush as well. Wow, I th- I believe wow, so, and that's bad. and that's so Iowa of Bush. Um, but then something happened where I think some uh, some reporter like, yeah um, found out some information about Carson, some past tweets and stuff like that, and I think Bush decided to cut, cut off all partnerships with Carson. Or but they I think they're st- still matching. They're still matching his donations mm-hmm. till the end of September. So mm-hmm. yesterday, I guess, and I think there was a n- number that came out yesterday that. Throughout all the donations, he raised two million nine hundred something thousand, including what's matched. Including or, what's okay. matched. Yep. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. So, he's also donating it all to the Children's Hospital, right? Yep. That's awesome. Uh, I guess a big point from that is I kind of want to get into uh, coming at people for like their whole like mishaps or mistakes, and I think. Tw- Especially on Twitter, like tweets, the things you tweeted like ten years ago could always come back and haunt you. I wanted to get into like, do we think it's fair to people to judge them Let's how they about, were yeah. ten years ago? Let's just talk about some basic technology rules for people. <laughs> on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, don't post anything ever, because when it's online, it'll exist forever. Don't that listen. could not. Don't post could, anything dumb. But don't honestly, I don't... Second second rule. Don't use the email... Actually, no, this is something different. But don't use an email that is tied to your school. If you have your school email, don't use that to sign up for a bunch of stuff. Don't use your... If you have what you, what it, some internet providers, like Mediacom or something like that, don't use that email. Use some other email where you don't have to... There's just so many like basic rules of internet stuff that you're told time and time again that people just don't follow, and that comes back to bite them in the ass. But this is not even that. Sorry, it's just this is not about. That, but this is just a little rant. Yeah. Continue. I mean, I just, I just want your opinion. Do you think people should be judged for what they tweeted ten years ago? Because I think the tweets were somewhat racist, or I don't know exactly what the tweets were, but they Me said neither, they were sure. racist. Yeah. Tweets. I just saw the headlines, pretty um, much. But again, I think, I think it was bad timing for this all to come out. Like a guy is doing something Dude, good. When you get under the spotlight. It's like... Everything's going to come out. Yeah. It's so... Like, you see that with a lot of professional athletes now and, like, people in politics. 
whatever you did 10 years ago is going to come out, or whatever you did to someone, or allegedly did to someone, is going to come out, and... This is something that we were talking about during the presidential election a couple of years ago. We're like, you know how to live the perfect life? Live like you want to run for president, and nobody would be able to discover dirt on you. Yeah. That's how you live the perfect life. Because when you're in the spotlight, people will find anything and everything you did, even if it's not terrible. Or if it's not even the right it. time to like yeah. bring it up. Like yeah. Carson was doing such a good thing for just yeah. like out of the kindness of his heart, and then the more you register that... It was a good time to bring up some racist tweets, which... So, what I, so the big thing I would say is if you're the register, I feel like instead of just being able to get a headline out of it or something like that, if you are able to discover that before it comes out, I feel like the right thing to do is to reach out to Carson King and, like, tell yeah. him, like, we found this in your history. Like, it would probably be wise for you to make a statement. Do you want to do that through our publication or something like that? And then it's, like, mutually beneficial. I mean, like, he... He did, make gonna a, find it anyways, he did make a statement. But he had to make a statement afterwards. Yeah. Do you think they would go to him and tell him, like... Well, they did. Oh, they did? They did. They did, did the interview on him, and then they wrote it on a, like, a report on the interview or whatever. Like, like they brought they it up on the... Yeah, oh. they asked him about it. You think it was but they wrote it, they wrote it on the, like, little bottom piece of the, um, whatever, oh, newspaper okay. or whatever. I'm not very well-versed in what happened here. Yeah. So then he came and did an apology, and... Just Twitter was so pissed at, like, Bush, we're drinking cores now, different oh, really? types of things. Yeah, like, I'm guessing Bush lost, lost a lot. I understand of, why Bush, like, they're still matched. They, like, I'm assuming they'll still yeah. come true with their promise for the yeah for the I, light for the year. But I can understand why they wouldn't want to. But with him, it's different. Like, with him, with, like, a newspaper outlet going after it, like, just, like, I, I, I don't know. It's weird. Because you know what he did? But seemingly was wrong. Yes. But, like, people change. Exactly. I think that's the biggest thing. And I saw this quote that I want to share. Do you have it? It says, As a generation, we suck at letting people grow without ridiculing, ridiculing their past. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the biggest thing. Like, like we said, no one's perfect. Like, mm-hmm. everyone's going to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. So we need to, as a society, I think we need to understand that. Mm-hmm. And... Not, like, it's like this can't uh, cancel culture thing. Have you heard about cancel culture? Not really, no. It's something where, let's say, it. a business or someone, someone works at a business, mm-hmm. but they've been, like, a bad a, a bad person in general. Okay. Uh, we're gonna, someone's gonna say, oh, we, no one can go to this business anymore because he's sexist. Okay. So they cancel that whole business for whatever they do. But does that actually happen? Like yes, the, the it actually. Let happened. me give you an example. Okay. The one thing that comes to the top of my head is like, do you remember when H and M had that, that yes. thing a while back? Where yes, like, the monkeys. Yeah, the cutest monkey in the jungle. Or yeah, like cutest monkey in the jungle. I don't think that it didn't seem to affect. Like, I think for <laughs> uh, short yeah, term it, it like does. A couple. I think like a it month does. Or so. But it also like. Like I understand. I I don't want to bring him up again. Mm-hmm. But Logan Paul with that whole Japan thing, videotaping like. In the, the suicide force, uh, suicide force, yeah, dude. like he was canceled, canceled, and I put that in air quotes for like three, four months, and like you can see his subscribers going down, are engagement going so down. Are you saying that's a bad thing? Like if somebody does something bad, we should they should not be like punished at all? I think I think in this situation, like in this Carson King situation, okay, yeah. no. Yeah, but I think if someone, that's, it's not some he's not it's not like he did something bad. Like yeah, it's. I mean, it's also different with age. 
Like, there's an age thing here. Like, if you're a grown person when you do something bad, I think he's he's when was he? he was, I'm, no, I'm saying he. I'm saying he wasn't. But I think it's different than like if a grown person does something bad like five or ten years ago. That's that's more acceptable for cancel culture or whatever you want to call it. Cancel culture. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, that's what I would say. What do we have next, Michael? I don't know. Cultural fit? Oh. Concept of hell? That's me. Um, I, this is... We're back with this segment, uh, LinkedIn articles that I will find. Oh, nice. Uh, so, I was reading this article that says... That uh, implied that culture fit that businesses have been saying nowadays is kind of the trendy way to discriminate against Mm -hmm. other people. And I'm trying to go more in depth in it with it, I guess. It says, how does anyone even see this as an issue? Uh, Basically saying if you're not like the same as we are or you don't fit our culture, you can't work for us. Like if we're not all the same. Mm-hmm. You can't work for us. That's kind of what the article was getting at. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I just kind of want to get your opinion. Do you think businesses should be allowed to deny someone, even if they have the right attributes or, like, the skills, and if they don't fit the culture, I guess? Is that, like, is that legal? Is that legal? Yeah. To say you don't, you can't work here because you don't fit the culture? Yeah. Yeah, I'm guessing so. It's not like you can't work here because you're black. That's not what they're saying. Or you can't work work here because you're Asian or yeah. anything like so that. So what do you mean by fit the culture? Like, like if you're more outgoing or if you're more introvert. Like, mm-hmm. if it, let's say it's a media company, they obviously want a more outgoing person in their business. But I'd say if it affects your job, if it, if it affects how good you are at your work, then maybe there's just better applicants or applicants that fit the role better okay let's say let's say this so you work at trying to think of a barstool sports for example like that's a pretty outgoing fun um company um but so let's say they get like a solution engineer to come work for them but this guy is like a nerdy and but he has all the great skills to get the job of course but mm-hmm. he's just a nerd and doesn't fit that like lifestyle or like something like Zappos where it's like a crazy environment okay. and like someone has the skills coming in but they just don't fit that culture or like that environment do you think that's a reason to deny them from the job even if they're better suited for it than someone who's crazy and loves that environment I think how you are is part of how good that you're gonna do but not all. So, how do I put this into words, into better words? I think this is it's kind of like what we spoke about with John kind of on the podcast about how the biggest thing is just like, or one of the biggest things in being successful is just being the person that's able to like work with other people pretty easy. And if you're saying like that, like if people just aren't going to mesh and aren't going to work well together, then I guess... 
I could see how that would be taken into account, but it's also hard to tell without it, like, without <coughs> it, ha- like, trying it out. Yeah. So but even, like, even if someone on f- at first appearance might not seem to fit whatever, however you predefine your culture to be compared to however you predefine their culture on first glance to be, but you can't really know for sure, I feel like, until you try it out. Yeah. I guess it's expensive. It's a business expense. So like, I was going to say, I'm, I'm thinking of it as, like, if I was a business owner, I'd kind of know, like, the people, mm-hmm. or, like, their attitudes that oh. I would want in the, or in, like, my office or whatever mm-hmm. it is. There's a good example of that with Trader Joe's. There's, like, this, what's it called? There's this really good podcast episode on Trader Joe's where they talk about why it's like a small chain that's still privately owned but super successful, apparently. And it's because they try to hire people that not only, like the people that, the, like the stalkers, they try to hire people that will go and talk to the customers. That is like one of their big value adds. Is that like more than stalking? Customer like engagement. Customer, yeah, customer interaction. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess... Yes, you should apply that. But it depends how over and under qualified. Like, I think it's all a balance. Yeah. I think, like many things, it's all a balance. It's kind of hard to pinpoint off of one random, like, whether it's okay or not. But I think it's a balance between. So I was listening to something. Mm -hmm. I think it was on the podcast. It said that, let's say you're a 45-year-old looking for a career switch or looking for a different job, Right. And it's tough. Um, you're not gonna get the job because p- people think you're overqualified for that position. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's? I think that's pretty like s- stupid not to so? hire someone for being overqualified. It's tough. Really? Not well. What? So can you, is so. Let's say someone like, um, let's say you're a salesperson or sales and marketing, mm-hmm. and you want to go into a more, like you want to go into, let's say you want to go into online or SEO. Mm-hmm. And you apply for like a SEO internship, and you don't get it because you're overqualified. I think that's pretty interesting. That is interesting because I've like, never heard of. I've never thought about. Yeah, it. I just I heard about that. And I was like, why would you? I mean, I guess if you don't want like it depends again on like your culture and your environment there. If you don't mm-hmm. want some like. 67-year-old person working at a... I can understand how it could mess up. Not mess up, but it could, like... As much as you don't want to say there's some sort of ageism in the workplace... Exactly. Like that's there what definitely is. You think like, so? Yes. Because <laughs> yeah. we have, two different, just, we have two different work environments. Yeah, it's like, like yours right now, you have lot, lots of young people. No, I don't. I have, like... I mean, what do you mean lots? I have... And that, like, I mean, than, the people that you work yeah. with. The people that yeah. I work with are young. Yeah. Like, outside of that, like, people old. there could, I could literally be their children. Like, Oh, that's everyone at my Yeah. At my work. Like, it's yeah. weird. It's kind of interesting when we go on, like, full team meetings. Because, like, I guess how it's structured is there's two different teams, and my team is pretty young. And then the other team was in the bigger team. The whole analytics team is, like, a little bit older. And, like, the, of course, like, the directors and all that, the higher up are a little bit older. Yeah. And it's funny just, like, talking to other people about their kids and you just, <laughs> like, stuff like yeah. that. Because that's, like... All the time. What that's what I'm yeah. doing at work. That's yeah. how we start conversation. Yeah. Uh, that's what they care about most. It's just funny. 
Yeah, you, I guess you can still work together. I don't know. That's actually really interesting. I've, I've never really thought about that. But then also, who, from a hiring standpoint, who is more likely... I guess I don't know. I think I can get I that too because like an older like, individual will probably demand uh, more of compensation. What if they don't? What if they say, I understand they don't? Like then they, they understand what the role yeah. is that they need. Yeah. But then what if... What if there's also the situation where... You just think that the younger person is gonna be more likely to, like, be able to adapt to like that position, oh, dude, just like from, what, from growing up in the online age, like for SEO positions yeah. specifically, like if you move from sales, which is like, see, I guess, it seems kind like of, a more of a traditional yeah. business role, to like, search engine optimization, which is like yeah. really an internet specific role. Um, when you've grown up with the internet, I feel like you're automatically, yeah. kind of ahead. That actually brings me back to when I was in interviewing for uh, the job I have now. I kind of, so after I got the job and like I was working for a little bit, I talked to the marketing lady who was in on like our interviews and mm-hmm. stuff like that. She told me that there was two other candidates that were older than me, like quite a bit older than mm-hmm. me. And like the reason they chose me like over them, they just thought I had like better experience in the sales field. But also mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing was they thought I would bring more energy and I'd have mm-hmm. the... The young vibe. <laughs> yeah, the, like the young vibe, but also the commitment like to tenacity. keep working. Yeah. Like, and just when you're young, it feels like you have exactly. something to prove. And like you I, show up and you're like... I think that was the biggest thing that pulled them to choose me over these mm-hmm. two other candidates. But That's interesting. That's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Side note... Um, uh, this is for all the lady uh, viewers or listeners, I should say. Forever 21 files for bankruptcy. Oh, yeah, I saw you put that on the yep. note. They just did that. Uh, so we'll see if they have a business here in the next couple of years. Hopefully not. Yeah. But we'll see. Just thought I should throw that out there. That's you another thing. Keep, you have to keep the people updated. Yeah. It's That's nice. On the news, man. <laughs> oh, let's get This is a big one. Okay. The... Grant Cardone. Grant Cardone. He's the real estate guy on YouTube, right? He's yep. like the, he's like a Ty Lopez type of guy, kind of. Yeah. But he of. seems kind of less sketchy. I, I like him. I, I, I thought he was a good speaker. I, I listened s- to him I've on the podcast. Him. Oh, on the podcast? I think yeah. I've listened to two or three, like, audio type. Like, more, it's just more, mostly just speaking. Um, like you said prepare to get flamed, boy. And I, was like, I did want to prepare to get flamed. Um, but no, I was listening to a podcast with Grant Cardone, and he's like the number one like marketer, sales guys, real estate, different things like that. Mm-hmm. And he said something that was pretty interesting to me that I never really thought about until he started talking. And it, like wow. the way he was making it seem just make made it make sense. But he said, "Don't ever put money in banks, or don't have money in banks." And I just want like. Because that's never what I heard growing up. Never. Really? Don't put yeah. money in banks. Like, okay. Where are you going to put your money then? It's like the whole idea that like... Put, he says put it in stocks. Put it in different things. Invest the whole, in yeah, yourself. Yeah, the whole idea is that like... Put it in real estate. That, I don't want to say like... The way to make money is instead of instantly like a separator between people oftentimes is that you make money and then you use it for short-term pleasure like purchases where you make money and you invest it into assets which allows you to you know snowball effect make more money yeah he says he says cash is trash he says 
See, I see. That's where I have to draw the line. He says, "I wake up every morning, look at look at my cash accounts, and think about how to get rid of it the fastest. If you're go- good at getting money, as soon as you get rid of it, you replenish it again." And I was I don't like, think "You can think like that until you're at a certain point." I think he's at that certain point. I think he is personally. Yeah. And you know, he said he only does the only thing he does is real estate. He puts all his money into real estate. Uh, real estate is a good business. And gets just basically Typical. gets the money. And he's like a multi-millionaire, if not, if not more than that. Mm-hmm. And he does like the low-risk stuff in real estate. And then he says money clings to attention, which is, I think, is so true. Everything like, right now is about attention. Yeah. Everything in the world, really. Just because of the whole internet thing, I think. And internet's attention just like going to keep most valuable. bringing that, yeah. But no, you said you're gonna combat what he was saying. So, so my my place of combat is not the real estate part or the saving, like investing in things. I think that's perfect. It's the cash on hand. Like I think having an. I guess I don't. So, to provide a little bit more reference, I don't have a frame of like what he says exactly for having cash on hand, but I don't think it's smart for people in our situation or most people's situations to have no cash on hand. Because unless you have assets that you can get off your books really quickly, if something were to happen, you need to be able to, like, pay for it. So I think it's, like, I think outside of having, a, like, a three to six month cushion after that, invest everything. It makes sense to me. But, like, have try to empty my bank accounts every morning. I yeah. think, I obviously think he's exaggerating a little bit. I yeah. think he's speaking, like... He's I mean, doing, he has he's just a lot in motivated. his bank account probably where he doesn't yeah. think about it yeah. much as we would yeah. at this current point. Um, yeah. I do. I, I, yeah. That kind of goes into something that I've been thinking about. I think, I don't know how you would feel about this, but a big way to like continue, have like continuous cash flow is to have more than one source of income. I've been thinking yeah. about that a lot. Like We talked about that in the first podcast. Did we? Yeah. I think that, that's like, I want that to be like a goal. Mm-hmm. Like I want I that to me, be a goal. My first goal is... To get, I guess, let me not first goal in life, but first goal yeah. financially, yeah. is to get, have the highest paying salary that I can okay. for, my, for how many hours I put in a week. And then second goal will be to generate secondary sources of income that don't require that much time or effort. Like uh, that are more over time. Yep, same thing for me. I would agree with that. Yeah. Maybe not, I don't know how much... I've been debating, like... I don't know how much over time it is, mm-hmm. but... I think, like you said, getting that high salary for what I'm doing, what my position entails, mm-hmm. the hours, and then, but also having something that I could maybe consider a hobby too, less than less of a job, mm-hmm. and still be generating some sort of income. Yeah. It's, I don't know, it's complicated because I feel like you don't want to invest too much. Too much time. Too, too much time. Or money in something too early, like right now, like we're like excited about it now. Yeah. But it's like it's more realistic for like yeah. in three years to start building something like that. I agree. I think the biggest thing, at least, and with how the economy is right now, like where there's like predictions of a, a, a potential recession, yeah. but also like I was listening to something last time where they're saying like apparently like the richest families in the world are starting to like stockpile cash or stuff like that. Really? Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, oh my gosh! You just pull that out of your head. Um, Great. I don't know if we have 
any young listeners, but kind of tell like how you're like handling your finances right now, like mm-hmm. after like right after school, which is like a crazy point in our life because yeah. like right now so I've started to like yeah. For reference, we both off. have we both have student loans. Yeah, um, we both have pretty decently paying jobs, pretty solid paying jobs, and. I don't know. So, I think the biggest I, thing right now is, since our expenses are so low, like yeah, kind of low right now, yeah. the biggest thing I'd say right after college is to try to save or try save to even pay off your pay debt. off your debt debts, yeah. whatever they are. Yeah. But I wouldn't hold back. Actually, what did What did you say? What would you say your monthly expenses are right now? Like dollar wise. Yeah. Like I would say for me, oh. I'm fortunate in my living situation, but altogether. All- like, yeah. for me to just live, like, not just live, but, like, live pretty well. Like, have a good, like, yeah, have, have fun. And have yeah. fun a little yeah. bit. Yeah. I can do it for, like, 1200 bucks a month. That's nothing. Like, that's nothing. really nothing. Yeah. Like, especially because I, I, I was, like, I got a really good setup with housing where I'm still living in a house with two other guys. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of in the same boat. I mean, but I bought a car, so I have that kind of expenses. But mm-hmm. my, my monthly expenses so, is kind of the same. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but... <laughs> No, I think... But then, student loan, I, loans on top of that. But just, I'm saying just to just to live. Yeah, loans are gonna... And we live in a... Like, we live in a, a city where, like, Rochester's super affordable. Really. For sure. And even to, like, go out is not... Yeah. You don't have to do anything stupid if you don't want to. I started... I think I started two months ago investing in my 401k. So that was... Congrats. That was good. I, now I match? can see they match up to, like, 4% or something. Okay. Match 4%. That's good. Yeah, so I did, I did like double that, or I, we don't need to get into. Yeah, you don't have to get into yeah, we don't get. I think a, a, the rule of thumb that I've heard is put somewhere near ten percent of your salary, of your salary into your four hundred one k, and you should be fine. Yeah, if you start early. Yeah, and this obviously it's a blanket. If you I say I say don't wait to start. Just yeah. start. Yeah, like even if you think you're gonna take into account that people are probably gonna be living longer, I assume, and stuff like that. And I think things are going to get more expensive in the future, too. Think so? so I think so. Huh. You think things are going to get cheaper? Yeah. I mean, just look at the... Like, from 20, 30 years ago, things were so cheap compared to what they are now. Like what? College. Like, fact. I think college is the only thing. Think of... Tell me one Food. other thing. Food is more expensive now? Slightly. Yes. What, Michael? But that, that comes with, like, inflation. Like, I'm talking... What are you talking about? I was talking more like electronic devices, like what you can get. That's like the first thing I guess as a tech where I can go. But like what I guess I don't what what quality of stuff you can get right now for how cheap. That's like the first place I went though, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Like clothing, you can like just because you can mass produce stuff now, you don't have to pay humans anymore. You can just pay like I don't know. I guess we weren't even allowed to know the prices back then, but I know for sure with like food and um, school, those Mm -hmm. were less expensive in the past. Um I don't know. Like, I really want to... Because I've been seeing a lot... I, like, listen to a lot of podcasts and stuff that are telling you, like, invest. Invest in... But, like, I don't know, like... Question. I don't know when to get into it. I don't... Like, I kind of know how to get into it, but I don't know if I want to put that full effort. That's right thing. now. Like, right yeah. now, at 22 years old, do I want to? Yeah. But you see stories where people do it at, like, young ages, and they're, like, crazy millionaires and stuff typically... Like that. From what I would, from what I would assume of those people is that they have like some, it's like some sort of safety net 
So like if they like if they fail, it doesn't work out. They have be fine. Yeah. Or like I mean, if it'll hurt, but you're not gonna. It's not gonna be like life changing. That's what I would say is like important. Like I want to build up something where, like a cushion, something like that, where then I can start investing something. And if it doesn't work out, then it hurts. What's the what's what's the cushion? Do you have that in mind? Monetary cushion. I do have it in mind. Okay. You don't need to say it, but okay. <laughs> if you don't want to. Yeah, I have. I think the important thing is to just know the numbers. Like, know what amount of money you need to make you happy. Budget. So don't be yeah, dumb budget. and just make sure you know It doesn't know have what... to be like a super, like, depending on your situation, it doesn't have to be a super strong. Just yeah. do general budget. Make sure you're generally in line. Like, sometimes... I just, just know what you're more, spending. Yeah. Honestly, just know yeah. what you're spending and you should be fine. Yeah. And try to, I mean, use your education to good use. I, I mean... Try to get a good job after college. Yeah. Don't. Don't, don't waste. Settle. Don't waste time. Don't settle. Especially yeah. don't settle. I think that's the biggest thing. Yeah. Like, that's, uh, in my case for, I did not like yeah. settle. Like I had, I accepted before I accepted this job offer that I'm working now. <laughs> I accepted what? two <laughs> two different job offers, and then had to decline both of them because I just kept not settling and wanted a better, not only position and to work for. A more like corporate company or prestigious company, I'd say not that prestigious, but um, just a better company, better pay, better benefits, things like that. Yeah. I mean, if you can find that, you gotta do whatever you can to get it. I think, yeah. even if you sure. accept it. Obviously, uh, there's trade offs some places. I yeah. think, but like, if you're gonna be working eighty hours a week, like you don't want to do that. No, I would. I, depending on who you are, I guess. Depending yeah. on what you get paid too. <laughs> no, bro. <laughs> eighty hours a week is like I'm done. I can't even imagine that right now. That'd be double. Yeah. That'd be insane. Yeah. What type type of jobs are eighty hours a week? Do you know? Well, I, know I don't think I think eighties is very. 80s like have you, very have you seen high. the thing with Facebook recently where the guy like died in the Facebook offices, but apparently he like committed suicide at Facebook because of stress. I did not see the internal that. I did not people see were saying. That. Yeah. I don't know if I have to get into that. But I feel like places where you get compensated more, it's likely that either, unless you're a really huge like value add, that you're going to have to work a lot more hours. Either a lot more hours or it's going to be a lot more stressful of a job. Yeah. So <clears throat> I think it's important to try to find that balance again. Just midpoint. I agree. Um... You want to hear something random? What? So we have a mutual friend that we went to college with for a year that streams on Twitch. We visited New York. Oh, okay. Yeah, and I was watching a stream the other day. Or I've, I've watched it a couple times now. And basically... For what? What is he? He plays Go. Do you know what that is? No. It's no. like an old school... You watch his stream? Kind of. Yeah, I watch his stream a little bit. And I want to get into the game now. It looks fun. Really? So I texted him though, like today, actually, this morning. And I was like, you got to teach me how to play. He's like, sure. What is it about? Go. It's yeah. like it's like a board game, like chess. It's like a strategy game, mm. like something like that. Like interesting. Uh, yeah, but it's been around for like. I could see him years. getting into that yeah. for sure. He's always he's like. I haven't uh, talked to him in ten years. I, I feel like. What wow. a guy. He's just. Like, he's living in New York now. Like I don't know for sure. For I, I gotta catch up with him more, but I I thought so. <clears throat> that was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, here's another random thing that I did. What? So I, 
to provide a little more context to people, I fucking hate spending money, like a lot of money. I hate it. Okay. Typically. And I like finally worked up. I was like, I'm going to do it. You so I have an iPhone 6, and I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go there. I'm going to get it. I was like, fuck it. And I like, <laughs> like texted my family. I was like, dude, I'm just going to go do it. That's it. I had like put myself up all day to like come home, and I just like changed and went straight to AT&T store. I like came in there. He's like, what do you want? And I was like, iPhone, iPhone 11. iPhone 11. Yeah, whatever. I'm like this, this size. And then he's like, he's like, huh, you and everybody else. They don't have it? No, they don't have it. Oh my God. I don't know if that, I want the 11 Pro. So I'm just going to go for like the biggest one. And then, because I have, I've had this one for like almost five years. This is a six. They don't even sell this anymore. So I'm planning on having this next one for, I don't know, like three or four years at least probably. Not bad. I don't know. Not bad. So now I have to wait, but it was just, it was random. It was a random funny moment. That is funny. Yeah. Do you think $1,000 iPhones are too expensive? I mean, it depends how much money you're making. That's... Yeah. I I think it depends on how much you use it. Because I remember when people first came out with like... like Do you think you can live with the flip phone? With the flip phone? Yeah, flip phone. Like the ones we used 10 years ago. Right now. I've been thinking about it. I've literally seriously considered getting one. I don't think I could... I could live with one? Yes. I I think I could... I don't know about me. Live with one? I think I could live with... Like, if I was forced to live with one, yes. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I could, but I wouldn't... I could see myself, like... I wouldn't downgrade Down the road. Getting... No. No. No, I don't know. That's the other thing. Where do you think phones are going to go? What do you mean? Have you seen Black... Was it Blackberry? I think you're not going to have a phone. I think it's all going to be... It's all going to be, like, a little Like, your eye... In your eye? Yeah. Dude, they had like the Google Or like Glass. you can see, oh, or it's like a, what is Like a hologram. hologram yeah. Oh, okay. Where like it's just in your brain, yeah. like Not like, have you, you remember the Google Glasses or whatever? Ned's, these, uh, Ned's Declassified? You've never watched that probably. But do you? I've heard of it. He's like, oh, what's his name? Fuck. I forgot his name, but Ned's friend on the, uh, he has glasses where you can see like, it's one of those like pixelated glasses where you can see like your information on your phone or like go into the internet and type stuff from your glasses. Oh, it's pretty sick. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. That's what question. How do like movies come up with that stuff, but no one in real life has actually implemented that? I have a good quote for that. Okay. The quote is from Anonymous because I forget who it's from. <laughs> but it was a quote. Basically, he said like technology doesn't evolve how we think it should evolve it evolves how it'll best suit us so like people are just waiting on it no like the example is that he gives is like like 30 years ago everybody thought we were gonna have like flying cars or whatever but now all you have is like the power of all the information in the world in your hand at all times yeah it's like i like i just it's hard to know what's going to be most valuable to future society because society just has been evolving so fast. I feel like I could definitely see those glasses. There's like nothing. I'm going to get blue light glasses. That's what I'm going to get. Blue light I thought glasses. about it recently. Have you seen those? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I guess I don't even know if they work. But apparently they're glasses you're supposed to wear if you're looking at like monitors. Oh, screens, yeah. yeah, yeah screens. Someone was telling me. One of my uh, coworkers mm-hmm. was telling me to get them. Yeah. I think it's a good investment now. And then I'll just wear them for a while. Yeah, look at you. I don't... Like, I, you I'm usually wear glasses. Yeah. I wear contacts all day. Oh, you do? Yeah. Okay. But, like, I'm, 
I just am like on the screen like all day long. No, so am I. All day. All day. Yeah. Yeah. At least. I just most think my day. it's probably a good. Pre- I already have bad eyes, so it's probably a I good don't preventative. Have thing I don't have bad eyes. In the future. I have twenty twenty. It's like bragging, dude. No, I'm just I just gotta say it. <laughs> say it for the people. Uh, what are we going to get into? I don't know. This is a. Uh, going into another one. I feel like these are all deep ones, deep topics, which I we sh- we can do if you want to. We're at fifty three minutes right now. We have another twenty minutes in us if we need. No, we we definitely shouldn't. I can speak briefly on the one that I wrote if you want. Which one is it? Oh yeah, so, let's go into that one. Okay. So I guess this is like a religious thing. Okay. So to I'd have to provide a little bit of context on my religious history, or whatever. But a brief context would be what? What would you say? I'm, I wouldn't say. Okay, let me okay. let me give me. Yeah, my, say what let you me say give. And then I'll, Mike is not. I would not say he's an atheist. Just point blank, he's not an atheist. But he doesn't. He's not. He's not someone of faith. Uh, I mean, that's. Yeah. He does. I would just say that he's not someone of. Mm-hmm. I mean, but you're not an atheist, like. I don't like, know. It's the, I don't know. You explain yeah. yourself. I, I want to call you an atheist. So I started, off, I started off as like a Catholic. Like my family was Catholic kind of. Or we were kind of. Yeah. So was mine. Not all of us together. Like my dad's side was dad's side was Catholic and then okay. my mom's side was not non-denominational. Okay. And I don't know. I kind of just it's, I don't want to say like evolved but like as I grew I kind of just like grew out of it. Like a lot of stuff didn't make sense to me. And then I like, I'm just more interested in religion as a whole now. Like, I think religion is just super fascinating over, like, the course of history. Like, not just, like, Christianity, but, like, Islam. Like, all these religions, how, like, they've influenced people in society over the years. Like, now, even now, people, like, take the Bible and quote it, even though it was meant in it. It was literally written in a totally different context. Like, I, I absolutely agree that the Bible is valuable as like do you, more as do you actually though? I do I do think it's yeah. valuable it's like one of the most popular books like it's influenced like society human society over I don't even know how long but for people to people like like to nitpick and choose quotes out of it to apply <laughs> to different situations yeah. in modern life that's what you're saying which is to me doesn't make a lot of sense Mike. but I guess okay but then it gets then the other overarching thing is like the hell as a metaphor, as a metaphor for regret, and it's like it, I guess mean, it goes into you your idea. Of, Give me concept context. The idea would be like, do you like? Have you heard of Pascal's Wager? No. Okay, let me look it up to make sure I know what this is. I think this is. Is. Um. So I think it's basically okay. Here it is. Are you, so would you consider yourself a Scientologist? What? Not even close. Okay. No. So it's it's like the idea that like there's like it's like this four way grid and it's so you believe in God and you don't believe in God on one side and God exists and God doesn't exist on the top. It's like a matrix kind of. And basically, <laughs> if you believe in God either way, if God exists, then you get internal happiness, and God doesn't exist, then nothing happens. So the best, the win win is to believe in God. According to Pascal's mate, Pascal's wager. But, but then you have to think about heaven and hell. 
and heaven and hell are different. So if you think about heaven and hell, what if... So this is not a fact. Or, this is like just something that okay. I think is worth considering. Is what if, instead of hell, what if hell is not... Like, the idea of hell being like this fiery place where people are like eternally damned is yep. not like the idea of an actual physical hell but like so it comes down to like it was like a few a series of podcasts I'd listened to a while back where he basically talked about like what if no matter what happens after you die like no matter what you everything that you did on earth and all your memories stay with you so like you're dead and you can't do anything about it but you are there left to reflect on the life you led and hell is you being able to reflect on your regrets. Like being eternally trapped and thinking about all the things that you didn't do versus the things that you did do. I think that's part of the concept of hell already. I think you, like, it is, like, seemed like you're going to burn in hell or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or, like, it, it has that fiery, like, notion yeah. that's a fire. But I think it also is... We should is, do a full, deep religion. I think it... Like, I'm so fascinated by religion. I think it is somewhere where that... You will have to think of like why you're not in heaven and all those thoughts, like everything that you're, th- you've done, is gonna be in your mind. Mm-hmm. At least that's what I've come up with. And I guess my question to you is, you're talking about that Pasqual. So where do you stand on that? Do you believe in God or do you? I believe in the possibility of God. You believe in the possibility of God. Yeah. So have you like? I've never had to come to. You've never like. Experienced it. No, I'm saying, like, because, like, my family used to go to church all the time, like, all the time, and, like, Mm -hmm. I still, like, would consider myself pretty religious, like, I, like, I pray to God. Okay. Like, I pray to God. Mm -hmm. Would you say you pray to God? I wouldn't say I pray to God, but I'll do, I'll do, like... You'll do some type of prayer? Yeah, like, just to put stuff out there. Like, just, like, say stuff to put stuff out there. That's what I'm confused about. But it's not, like, it's not to anyone. It's not to anyone, it's just... So like, you don't. It's more. It's not like I wouldn't say like it's like energy or spirits or like any like that's some so stuff like that. But it's more just like that is very interesting. I don't know because I I remember I was having different conversations like mm. at college about this and mm. like I would just be like Mike, what's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, but I mean I I know like, you're not you're not like a, I'm not yeah you're not an atheist. I wouldn't consider no, you an atheist because really. atheist is like you don't believe like you think God doesn't exist. Is yeah. But for me, I just think... You think I, there's I know a there's a word for it. I can't... I don't know if it's monotheistic or... No, it's not monotheistic. No. No, it's atheistic. No, that's, that's what we're talking that's about, atheist. What, yeah. There's another, there's another word for it. I can't think I of it either. Like idiot. There is a word for it. Where you don't... You just think that you can't know. I don't think I can know. So I don't think it's... I think it's worth exploring, but I think... I, it's I, all think, about I think you, don't, you can't know either way. I think it's all about faith. Like, I think, I would say my faith has definitely dwindled since, like, not going to church all the time like my family used to. Do you have to go to church to be faithful? That's... Or to be good, faithful, or whatever? I think there's, uh... I think a lot of, like, really religious people say you have to go to church, but I think somewhere in the Bible, I mean, or from what I've been... I should should probably settle down what I'm about to say here, but... I think no matter what, if you believe in God and you have faith in God, the way you praise Him can be in your own way. You don't have to do it to what society thinks 
you have to do. You don't have to, like, people worship in different ways. I, I've been to different churches where, like, worshiping God is like singing and dancing. Mm-hmm. Where at another church, worshiping is just listening to someone else, like, sing, church, sing yeah, and dance, yeah. you know? Like, people have different gospels mm-hmm. and different choirs. Like, mm-hmm. there's all, churches are so different where, like, they all kind of, believe in the same thing Mm -hmm. but then at the same time no question that i i've always thought Mm -hmm. and this might be like this is a deep topic Mm -hmm. topic but i've heard someone say that all these different religions with these different gods are actually all the same god but in just everyone's mind is just made up to think that they're different that's what do you think of that i agree with i guess see it's hard because i think with it because i don't no, either. Or I don't think I. Can I don't think. Way. I don't think they're I the think, same. Personally, I don't think, think they're. I don't. I just okay. heard, and it's really interesting because I could. I could see. I think there is a possibility. I think the concept of God is similar in almost across religions. All religions, yeah. They're not all like. Obviously the, there's sto- the, the biggest thing but, that takes me away from having that notion is all their stories are so are like different. Mm-hmm. So I do not know. Here's a question for you. Yeah. I don't know how. What's the technically? How you technically say it? But do you think like, like I. Th- from my understanding, in Islam, the Quran is supposed to have been, like, directly inspired, like directly, like not written by God, but like spoken through humans and like on paper, through God. Do you believe that of the Bible or no? Like the Bible. Just tell me that again. Having been, like. So you think that God think told that, people to write the Bible? Yes. Do you think that? I do think that. Like, do yeah. you, I mean, like, do you think God said, like, what words are to be, like, like directly through him, through the people onto the paper? I do. You do? Okay. Because I, I think... What's the place I, of the literature that is, like, inspired versus... I think there's places in the Bible where... Have you read the whole Bible? Have I... No, I don't think so. I've read, like, a pretty good portion of it. I can't, like, tell you, like, Verse, scriptures yeah, or verses or anything yeah. like that, but, like... Not that. What do we think of people like... What is it? Is it the Westboro Baptist Church? I don't know what church. I think it's the Westboro Baptist Church. Is that it? I don't know. What? The one where they like march at like soldiers' funerals or stuff like that. And I don't know. I don't know. I guess I'm not informed enough to talk about this right now. We could talk about this more if it, whenever we go uh, A big thing about religion, though, but like, is I, I know some churches like... Just, like, with the whole society thing. Some churches, like, are so open mm-hmm. to, like... Dude, what is the church that they have uh, The new... The new... Uh, I gotta look it up. So, some churches are into, like... Like, they pray... I'm not gonna say they praise, but they're open to people of, like, same-sex marriages and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Where other churches are like, no, that is not what God wants... That's, that's the what, biggest that's difference. Another, that's like that's what I I'm so confused about. Like they have like non-denominational churches now, but then also like churches like this. I don't understand how over time they can just change the rules change or whatever the, yeah. to fit society. Yeah, that's what makes me think that it's some sort of not like a conspiracy. Or something no, like it's that. not a conspiracy, but, like, but I think it's interesting because like it's confusing because God says you have to treat your neighbors. Right, you have to treat your neighbors like God says a lot of things. He does well. But then, like God says, God also tells you, like, gives you like a manual of how to like ransack cities and like burn. I don't know. It depends how you look at the Bible, though. I I think think he the biggest thing he 
he says and does things for a reason. He looks out for the betterment of your future. Or like, how, Which I, how, how can we have, like, the Ten Commandments when in the Bible there's actually, like, way more commandments? Like, why can stuff be, like, picked from the Bible and other stuff is just, like, left out? I mean, that's what everything, the, the most important things are always going to be picked out. But, okay, most important things. Most important things. But there's, like, things that would not align with what people would think. I mean, I need to come with more solid examples, I should say. Yeah. Uh, religion's a big, it's big a, I think it's more, it's just like, I'm definitely open to hear about this. Like, I think it's also interesting that like, somehow, different religions that stem, like, Islam and Christianity, for example, how they've like, somehow seem to be like, rivals? Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't yeah. understand, I don't know. I don't think they it should be rivals. Right. I don't think they really. should be rivals. Not, not that they are really, but They're like, not, they're not rivals. I really shouldn't say that. They're not. They're not. But they seem to be perceived to be sometimes. Yeah. Uh, there is a sense, like, this is a deep, because if you're like, this can go many people places. can say if you're like, you're Islamic, I just, people use like Islam and Muslim and like, they're not the like, they're not the same thing. What? You don't have to be Muslim to be, uh, to, you don't have to be Muslim to be Islamic, is what I'm trying to say. What? You know that, right? Continue. What am I trying to say? Never mind. I'm just going to pass, because I feel like I'm looking stupid as fuck okay. right now. I, I guess you confuse me, yeah. dearly. Never mind. Never mind. Um, that was good. That was a good little 20 minute, not even 20 minutes, that was like 10 minutes deep. No, we need to get on it a little bit deeper. I think that'd be good to do, like, when we we can talk about it before. I think we need someone who's, like, a religious mind to be on this podcast if we talk about it. Our friend in Boston would be a good one to have on, I think. Be interesting. I think so. But he, I feel like, does he know, like, all religions? No, I mean, if you want to know someone that knows all religions, we're going to have to go to, like, you can find a professor or something like that. Like someone that knows generally. Terasawa. <laughs> Dude, and then you talk about these like chi- like Chinese, like ancient, oh my gosh. What? It's like, I don't know if you call them religions or philosophies, but like Buddhism, Taoism. Dude, that's a craziness. <laughs> like, just like, have you read Siddhartha? Yes. Yes, I did this past year. Bro. Were we in that class together? No, we weren't. No. That's yeah. Siddhartha. It's That's so, a great. That was actually. I really enjoyed that. Not gonna lie. You know, who was really into? I think it was transcendental Buddhism. Steve Jobs. Fun fact. Shout out Steve Jobs. The not dealer really, for really people. Though. Not a good guy. Great businessman though. Really good at motivating people. Is he dead? Yes. R.I.P. I saw an old old ass picture of him today. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I thought he looked pretty. Like he was dying. You want to know? T- you want to go on a totally different tangent? What? Apparently, Apple has like over two hundred billion dollars in cash reserves right now. Are you surprised? Well, that's like more than the value of like many major, like major, like companies. I, it's just I'm I, honestly so not surprised. The interesting thing is like, if the lead, if the biggest company in the world, I think that's what I think they are. I th- at least the biggest company in the U.S., I'm pretty sure. I'd say Apple or 
I want to say Amazon or Google, but I don't mm. really know. I don't know for sure either. But let's say, I think, I know they have the biggest cash reserve, I'm pretty sure. Okay. I guess I'm not, I don't know. Where are you getting sure. that? Where are you getting but that? But if they don't know where to invest cash, then how, like, there's no... No, they're just going to control everything. They're going to buy out businesses and just control it but all. But that's why we have these antitrust laws, like the government's there to break up. Like, there's something actually that came out today, this Zuckerberg recording. you got to listen to parts of it. It's, like, crazy. He's, like, gearing up for war against the government in case they, like, try to break up Facebook and stuff like that. What? He talks about, yeah. Dude, Facebook? Fuck Facebook. Let me say that, first of all. Great platform, but, like, ho- like seriously, really bad uh, business <laughs> tactics. Like, seriously. Like, they, like, use their size. What are they? I think they're used by, it's like, there's some crazy metric where they're used by, like, a fourth of the world's population every day or something like that. Okay. Like, not like, yep. it could be bots or something like that, but yep. that amount of use is every day. Yep. But, like, an example is, apparently this has happened to various companies, but the example that I've heard recently about is, like, Snapchat. Because Snapchat has like this, I think it was like the, it was like it's on some NPR or Wall Street Journal podcast, but they basically talk about how Snapchat had this dossier about all these different ways that Facebook basically, to not to sugarcoat how Facebook tried to fuck them pretty much. So basically, what happened is allegedly they come in and Facebook comes in and they say like the number, like Facebook like Facebook's like this is how much we're gonna buy you for, like this is what's gonna happen. Yeah. And then they're like like no like we do not feel like I think we're gonna know. and he's like okay. You can either take this right now or you leave this room and we are going to do everything we can to, like, make you guys, like, not successful. And then, like, over time, Facebook, like, oh, they, like, do all these, like, they pretty much model Snapchat now, like, through, I think, because Facebook owns Instagram, too, they have, like, the disappearing, they have, like, stories, like, you're even able to, like, I mean, that's message just, people, something like that. You're just going to copy it. Everyone's going to copy each other. And then also, I think it was Facebook, they use, like, this Israeli... VPN company to like spy on people to get mm, better did, product market fit. I was fit, reading about that. To yeah. get product, product market fit so that and that's what uh, and that's what inspired their acquisition I think of WhatsApp which Facebook, Facebook owns WhatsApp. Oh, dude. I think. Dude, I don't know. But do you use WhatsApp? Have you used WhatsApp? Yeah. That's great. Yeah, I like it. It's great. Because like, you can talk to family overseas yeah, and shit. exactly. Yeah, it's a, it's a good app. It's a good app. Yeah, sorry. That was my little rant. No, it's fine. I think we gotta call it again. Yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, hopefully we can. Not to two hours. Let's get into deep stuff. I wanna let us know what you want us to talk about. Yeah. If you want us to go get, get deeper into religion, I think that could be a good one. Yeah. Or religion. different things. So leave us a comment, subscribe, or just reach out to us, whatever way you can. I guess because yeah. I guess some of our listeners know us personally, so. Yeah, thanks for taking the time and sorry for the slightly late upload. Yep. Uh, See you guys later. See you around. Northside, cool and shorty, yeah, that's where I stay. Heard you was a lame boy, get up on my face.